This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back. Welcome to episode 555. I can't believe we're here. I decided to record something special for episode 555. I don't really know what this is going to be, but I was about to submit another podcast to be published today because the way I do it is I record in advance and then I never really know what order I'm going to submit in and I just kind of sit down and submit a bunch at once and uh, I realized 555, I have to be intentional about this. This is a big one. <laughs> I don't really know why, but but here we are. So I think that what I'm going to do for this in traditional Christina fashion, I mean, I, I don't even know what I'm about to say here. Let's just see what the guides want to say about 555, what wants to come through. I just feel like it's significant. 555, change, transformation. It feels like a turning point. I feel like this is overlapping with a big turning point in my life. Yet another one, I don't really know exactly what that's going to look like. But I think as I've been talking about in basically every episode over the last year, I just feel like I've been in the most intense death rebirth cycle of all time for me. But I also just think that's the theme of my life. And apparently it is according to my astrology chart. <laughs> and really the theme of this podcast, you know, if, for me personally, if I think about the podcast, it represents the one consistent thing that has been with me through all of the change and transformation. And this podcast has been through a number of different names. It started out as actually adultish to wellness, realness to Christina, the channel, gone through different artwork, gone through different topics from you know, young 20s life stuff to health and wellness and biohacking nutrition to business and spirituality. I can hardly keep up with myself, you know? And so the podcast for me represents multidimensionality, change, transformation, and how that is just the natural flow of things. If we are resisting change, we're resisting life because life means consistent change. Everything is moving. Everything is changing. That's just how energy works. Nothing is constant. And I think it's funny how people spend so much energy trying to resist change when that is just how nature works. Everything in nature comes in seasons and cycles. Death, rebirth is the natural state of things. And so we can either go with it or we can resist it. And I think a lot of people spend a lot of time resisting it, which is where I think a lot of the unhappiness and anxiety and low frequency emotions end up coming from because we're just resisting what it is to be human, what it is to be a part of nature, which is shifting and changing. And it's interesting because I have felt like I'm on the cusp of some big shift. It's felt like this year has felt like turning the Titanic, like trying to turn the Titanic. <laughs> and I am someone who tends to change and make pivots in my life pretty quickly. But this this has felt like turning the Titanic. It has felt slow. And there's been a lot of growth in that for me, for sure. And I'm recording this right before I'm going on a trip to New Mexico for a bit, just to be with me, myself, and I, to work on the books and to just rest. And I have been, over the last month, really pushed to just do nothing and cancel a lot of things. And it feels like going to New Mexico and the energy for me personally in September just feels like come to a complete stop to reboot. 
it feels like, okay, my computer has to restart. I need to do an update and I need to close out all the tabs and just be offline while this whole thing updates and it might take a while. And I think that I just can feel that going to New Mexico, that's really going to happen hardcore. And it's been happening this whole month for me, but it just, there's something about being in another space for me really changes things. You just got to shake up the energy and it goes back to, if you want to create an energy in your life, use the physical body to get yourself in that energy. So recently I have been obsessed with all things brain health and it has brought me back to my love for Organifi Pure. If you have not tried pure yet, you need to get your hands on this. This was actually the product that sold me on Organifi a while back. Interestingly enough, I feel like it's not talked about as much, but it's basically a healthy lemonade. It tastes like a healthy lemonade and it's specifically designed to improve cognitive function. So if you're looking for a product that will help your mental focus, which I mean, don't we all want that? You need to get your hands on this. You just mix it up with water and drink it. I like to drink it mid-morning or in the afternoon just for an extra brain boost. And I pretty much instantly feel the difference in my mental performance. Pure has 11 different superfoods and compounds for brain health meant to help increase neurogenesis and create new brain cells. Some of the main ingredients are lion's mane, which we know is incredible for cognitive function, improving our alertness, and increasing neurogenesis in the brain. One of the other main ingredients is neurofactor. This is a compound isolated from organic coffee berries, which has been shown in clinical research to increase BDNF up to 206%. BDNF stands for brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is a protein in the brain responsible for increasing memory, learning, and the survival of brain cells. There's also apple cider vinegar, aloe vera, ginger root, lemon, digestive enzymes, everything you need to improve that gut-brain axis for faster memory retrieval. So if you're interested in boosting your brain function and mental performance, and you want a healthy lemonade that doesn't have all of the added sugar or artificial ingredients, check out Pure. You can go to Organifi.com CTC to get 20% off your Organifi order. Check out Pure, Green, Red, you know, all my faves. So again, that's Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com CTC. And my code CTC will get you 20% off. So if you want to stretch in your life, stretch your body. If you want to receive, receive more love, receive more money, receive whatever, get your body in receiving mode, get a massage, get a facial, or my favorite, some energy healing. And I feel like this is really connected to something that I have been super obsessed with recently. The guides have been talking to me a lot about the body as a metaphor, which isn't a new idea at all, but just going into the deeper meaning behind everything that I'm feeling in my physical body has been super illuminating. And as I've been going through this reboot process that I think a lot of people are going through, I've been having different aches, pains, weird symptoms in very specific parts of my body and really tune into, well, what does that represent for me? I just think the body is fascinating in how it's reflecting these energies in our lives. So it goes down to, you know, every different body part representing something different. And for me, different areas like my my left shoulder was pulsing insanely for like a week straight. It was just constantly pulsing. It was bizarre, you know, and what that represented for me of shouldering certain burdens that I really needed to release aches and pains in my teeth and what I needed to chew and digest and around structure and being supported 
my knees and surrender. <laughs> like there's just so much you can look at in terms of the body, but something that they were, the guys were talking to me about the other day is thinking about training the body or keeping the body healthy and how we have different ways of building strength. So let's say you want to take care of your body. And so you're focusing on building strength, but you're also focusing on endurance, cardiovascular health. You're also stretching the body. You're also resting and recovering. And so looking at someone whose body is really well taken care of in terms of physical fitness and health overall and looking at the different cycles within that. And so they were using the example of exercise and talking about how that's mirrored in our life and what if we were looking at, okay, what would like an ideal training schedule be like for somebody and mapping that onto our lives and business, especially because I think there's this very unrealistic way of viewing business. Like we should always be going, going, going. And that is basically doing the same thing to us as it would be if it's, okay, you're going to run marathons constantly for the rest of your life. What would that do to the physical body? And then thinking about, well, then why do we apply that same structure to something like our business? And so if I don't build in an off season, uh, my ass is going to get kicked down and I'm going to have to have an off season. And that's part of the change and, and transformation, right? If you're building muscle, you have to have rest and recovery. You have to be eating well to provide your body with the nutrients it needs to build that muscle. If you're never stretching your body, you know, you're going to feel all tight and constricted. And when I really started thinking about that way of looking at it, the body as a metaphor for our life and our, our pace throughout life and how we need balance and we need change, you know, like progressive overload or switching up the style of workout you're doing. And how that is what keeps us dynamic and flexible and how it just doesn't even make sense for us to do one thing all the time and how we can really overdo things in a certain direction. I mean, this whole theme around the body is like really all I'm thinking about right now because I'm getting energetically and physically prepped to channel the next book, which is going to be about the body and physical ascension. And so my whole life is rearranging around it. But I think that's just a really interesting concept to think about. And I've been thinking about, wow, how would I apply that template to every part of my life? to my personal life, to my social life, to my business of, okay, I have these times where I'm focusing on endurance <laughs> and then times where I'm focusing on strength. I'm stretching, I'm resting and recovering. Do we have all of the nutrition and support? You know, it goes back to this like expansion and contraction energy of if you're always trying to expand, you're going to break. It's like a rubber band. You stretch it out. If you keep stretching it out, it's eventually going to snap, but you can stretch it out and then let it come back to rest and stretch it out again and eventually just get stretchier and bigger. And then you're like, I got to get a new hair tie, <laughs> you know? But if you're just trying to stretch it and never letting it go back to rest, it's just going to snap. And I think that's what happens for a lot of us in our lives. And so why this is so connected to 555 change and transformation is because for us to really allow ourselves to shift and transform in a way that doesn't feel like we're snapping is to allow for the rest, like the death energy, the releasing energy, the off season, the shutting down for things to recalibrate, for things to integrate, for us to get the clarity that we need for the computer system to reboot. And so often we forget how powerful our intention is. The second you set your intention and you really mean it, 
the key is to know, okay, now everything is going to be recalibrating to align me with that intention. And what we do is we set the intention or we ask for something and then things start to move and change in our lives. And we're like, oh shit, what is this? No, this isn't what I want. Because our ego, our minds, we think that we know the way to get what we want when actually sometimes the shutdown or the clearing out or whatever you think you don't want to happen is exactly what has to happen in order for us to get what we really desire for that to happen. It's the tower moment. It's the change. It's the transformation. It's in manifestation when you think, oh my God, everything's falling apart. It's all going to shit. It's like, well, it all is going to shit or you think that because that wasn't the right direction. Sometimes things have to fall apart to come back together in a way that really is aligned and where the foundation is solid, solid ground and what we really want to be building upon. And especially right now, as so much soul memory is being brought to conscious awareness, I mentioned this in a recent YouTube video, but for me over the last month, what has been so prominent psychically has been memories of different soul contracts. And that's what I've been getting for a lot of people around me and me personally as well. Like I've never had this intense of a concentrated period of time. It's like, it's basically been for me all day, every day. I'm just having all these memories of contracts. And it's like all the contracts are being revealed in terms of why we came here, what we're here to do. And I can kind of like <laughs> knock like knock some major self-awareness into us. And it's just been really, really intense, but in a good way. And so when we have that memory of like, okay, that's what I'm really here to do. I'm saying, I just want to know my purpose and my mission. And then, and then we get the contract and it's like, oh shit. And what if I've built this whole life and it's It's not necessarily in alignment with that mission, then what do you do? But it's connected because that's where a lot of this transformation energy is coming from of like, okay, so the mission is coming online. We are remembering who we really are, why we came here. And then when we say yes to that, what has to shift, what has to change? And this has been the theme in a lot of the energy readings this year. Just It's like this consistent energy of like, look, here's the truth. Are you going to face it or not? And so there have been different waves of people you know, each month it's like, oh, this whole group woke up to, okay, this just isn't going to work anymore. I'm going to let myself crumble, shift, rebuild. And other people who are like, I don't want to look at that. And then sometimes those people next month finally are like, okay, I can't keep doing this same shit anymore. I'm going to listen to what's coming up. And it just has been like these different waves. And it's like, okay, so who's going to realize it this month? They're showing me like bowling pins getting (laughs) knocked down one by one, but there's going to be a tipping point for everyone, for everyone. And so it's like, you can either lean into it and say, all right, let's do this. Show me the most effortless way or keep trying to avoid it and then get knocked on your butt. And that was one of the very specific things that I had a memory of recently was like deciding deciding, okay, I know I'm going to forget stuff and I'm so hard-headed. I'm probably going to try and go in this direction. So creating this thing for myself before I incarnated here of the way I'm going to get my own attention is my physical body. So if I'm going down a path that isn't in a full alignment with the mission, knock my ass down so that I can pivot because once I've decided something, like I go all in hardcore and there's not much that can steer me off the path. <laughs> and so I basically like built that in for myself. And having that whole memory coming back online was very illuminating for me. And I'm like, oh, I decided this. I decided this. So that was actually a protection mechanism built in for me. And I think that's something that's interesting to think about. Think about like 
how is it that your higher self, the universe gets your attention every time you need to pivot? Because that is different for everyone. And I think for some people, it comes up a lot more in their relationships. For some people, it comes up more in business. It's like, yeah, you're not going to make any money. You're going to feel stuck here until you make a shift or relationships are falling apart, or it could be the physical body. It could also be you get pummeled with signs. It could be any part of your life that just seems like it's not quite working, like there's resistance somewhere. And I always feel like wherever the resistance is, there's something deeper under that for us of like this deeper level of wisdom and what we're really here to tune into. Like for me, a big thing, big lesson for me in this incarnation is around my relationship with my body and recognizing that all of the ways that I used to think it was fighting against me or I had to like deal with it was actually it always trying to protect me. And this really interesting thing of, you know, then throughout my journey, I was at this place where I thought, okay, no, like body, I'm going to take care of you and listen to you rather than think that you're trying to hurt me all the time. But then it turned into, no, 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 no. What if you let your body support you rather than, okay, I have to take care of you. Do you see the switch there? And that is in these times of change and transformation, there is something that comes up for us in terms of, do we feel held and supported? Do we feel safe to transform? Are we allowing ourselves to be held during that and supported in that and taken care of? Or do we feel like we have to do it all on our own? And I think that's a really interesting thing to dive into because so many people try and resist change or transformation because they're afraid of what other people are going to think. They're afraid of what's going to happen in this relationship. Am I going to lose this person? Are people going to judge me? So much of why we hold ourselves back is because we're afraid of what other people are going to think which is so backwards because it's just us hiding from the truth. If those people really care about us and love us, they're going to support us in our transformation. So when we're afraid of it, it's like I'm actually just scared of seeing what happens if I shift. Does that person love me for who I am in terms of love me for every version of who I am or just this one version that serves them? So a lot of why we avoid the change is because we're afraid of what's going to happen with relationships. But part of the truth that gets revealed, part of the initiation within change and transformation is, are we able to trust that we're supported? Are we able to lean into support? This is interesting. I've never thought about it this way until right now as the guides are showing me this, because that is one of the things that really comes up. You know, it's like, I'm afraid of what people are going to think. But then what's actually required for me to change and transform and like rest, reboot and trust in that, allow for that process is to trust that I am supported and to lean into support. Like I think whenever we're going through a transformation phase, we really start to see who's there for us, who we can lean into. And also it shines a light on our relationship with the divine, with source, with God, with your guides, however you want to look at it. And like really shows the spaces where our subconscious doesn't fully believe what our conscious mind might say we are like, oh, I'm always supported. I'm always divinely guided, but then is there a piece of you that's afraid of the change because what if something bad happens or what if you're not supported all the way through it? And so how they're showing it to me right now, it's like, if you don't move anything, then you can't tell if there are any holes in it. So imagine they're showing me somebody's built a model building, all right, a model building. And if I just look at it, look at it, it looks great. But the real test is, okay, if I move this thing that it's on, let's simulate a little earthquake, is it going to fall apart? That is the question. And so we often avoid touching it because we don't want it to topple over. But what if it, what if it wasn't going to topple over? What if 
that's evidence for yourself of how strong it really was, or if the building starts to kind of topple over, well, now you have valuable information you didn't have before, better to know now than later on, and you can fill in those holes. You can add some support into the structure. When it comes to taking care of our health, eating a healthy diet typically isn't enough because our soil is so depleted of nutrients. So even if you're eating a whole foods-based diet, we still are often missing a lot of nutrients that we need. And one of the big ones that has been a game changer for me has been supplementing with vitamin C, specifically the Essential C Complex from Paleo Valley. I love Paleo Valley supplements because all of their products are gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And it makes a huge difference when the supplement is made from organic whole foods rather than synthetics. And this is one of the reasons why I'm obsessed with the essential C complex. I have tried so many vitamin C's over the years through my own health journey. And then also working as a holistic nutritionist. I think most of us know vitamin C is great for boosting our immune system, which we all can use some support with that, but it's also incredible for reducing fatigue and naturally boosting energy. A lot of fatigue symptoms can be connected to low vitamin C. It's also great for regulating your stress hormone cortisol. And I think a lot of us could use some support there. And it's also amazing for skin. If you want healthier, clearer, brighter skin, get on that vitamin C train. Most vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and only contain one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid. But Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex contains the entire spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C, just organic superfoods, specifically amla berry, kimu kimu berry, and unripe acerola cherry, which is the most potent source of natural vitamin C on earth. This product has been a game changer for me in terms of energy, hormones, digestion, and skin. And vitamin C is something that's so commonly supplemented. It's so, so important to get the highest quality product out there because not all supplements are the same. So if you want to get your hands on Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex, which is my fave, or any of Paleo Valley's other products, you can head to paleovalley.com and use my code Christina15 for 15% off. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-1-5. We'll get you 15% off. So if you're looking to improve your health, make sure you're checking your nutrition, of course, which includes your supplements and getting the highest quality out there. And that is why I love Paleo Valley. And so what they're saying is like within these initiations of, of change, of transformation, of movement, now we can actually see the holes. Wow. They're really, really guys, they're showing me like, <laughs> they're showing me when I used to be a food blogger and I would make like these fancy cakes and I'd take photos. And you know, when you're a food blogger and you're taking photos, there are lots of tricks you can use to make things look better than they are. And so it's like, you know, if the cake was kind of lopsided or there's a, some weird hole or some issue with it on one side, you can just kind of like turn it and just take the photo from one angle. They're literally showing me doing that. Okay, thank you for that call out. But you know what? That's gonna bite us in the ass if in our lives, it's like only this, this one side is good for photos versus the whole thing feels solid and stable. So it's like... <laughs> Things have to move and shift and change and transform for us to see where there are holes in our foundation because big picture, we want to be at a place where we feel so solid in our own inner foundation, a lot of root chakra, in that energy of support, supporting ourselves, support from the divine, from source, support from the people in our lives. We want to know that we're so supported and that is rock solid, like foundationally deep within us so that we always feel safe to be in that transformation. 
what they're saying is like when we don't feel safe in the transformation, it's just showing us, it's just highlighting for us where there's a hole in the foundation. And we're being shown that sooner rather than later so that if things get really rocky, by that point, we've already filled in all of those holes. You know, you don't want to build a whole house, a brand new house on top of a foundation if it's like rotting and there are termites and it's just going to fall apart. And that's the bigger question right now. Who is with me through the transformation? And especially in this six year that we're in in relationships, we're really being shown how many relationships have just been surface level, how many relationships are conditional of, as long as you don't rock the boat or piss me off in this way or show up in this way that I feel comfortable with, then we're good. Like that's just not gonna work. That's just not gonna work big picture. And so if we feel suppressed and like we can't change and transform because of somebody else or what what that's going to do to a certain relationship. Like there's this restrictive entrapment energy that's just not going to work. And those are all of the spaces where we're out of alignment with freedom, you know, and at our core, that's what people are really looking for is to feel this energy of freedom in our lives. And so if we're not feeling stable enough to be in our own process of transformation and to one day wake up and be like, I'm expressing myself differently here, or I want to move, or I want to completely change my business. If we don't feel safe to be in transformation, then we're not going to feel liberated in our lives. We're not going to feel that energy of freedom. So the question is, how safe do I feel to transform? And you know what's interesting about the 555? They're pointing out that it's like, think about the numbers one through nine in numerology and think about five being in the center, right? Right in the middle. If you think about a one as the beginning the initiation, the start, the spark, and then the nine as the completion, the fruition. To get to the nine, you have to go through the five. (laughs) You have to go through the shift. And so they're pointing this out because they're like, okay, you want to get here. You want to get to the completion of the fruition, but you're avoiding taking the hard left. You're avoiding making the change. And if there's going to be a change in your reality, there's also going to have to be a change within you because your reality is an expression of you. But why have we decided that change or transformation is scary or bad or means things are falling apart rather than it is shaking out all of the extras, all of the unnecessaries. And let me tell you, with the energy right now, the extras and the unnecessaries are simply not going to make it. But what if we viewed it for all of the positive that it comes along with of I'm always spiraling upward, upward trend. But we're going to have a negative association with change and transformation if we associate it with I'm not held or not supported. I'm losing things rather than what we're gaining. And I was just saying this in the mastermind I've been running recently of like, okay, you can look at it as, oh, I'm losing this or I'm restricting myself here. Or you can say, I'm choosing this other thing. And I'm choosing that because I'm choosing my freedom. I'm choosing to create my freedom. And I think it's so funny how we say we want something to shift, but then our inner child is like, stamping their feet and yelling like, I don't want that to change. I don't want to do that. And I mean, literally, I think for me, the number of like inner child tantrums I have been throwing in the last year, I mean, (laughs) I don't even even know what to say about it. Like when I feel into my resistance around certain things and I'm just like letting it out and doing my emotional release, I'm like, I'm, I just, I look and I sound like a child. And that's okay, but it's it's bringing up for me where I'm still holding on to things and where that fear really is. And there's been a lot of healing and illumination for me in that of noticing where my inner child is stamping her feet and screaming. I'm like, I don't want to let go of that or I don't want to do that or I'm scared of that. And relating it back to when I was a kid and where else that came up. 
But then also taking the personal responsibility of like, okay, well, if I'm going to stamp my feet and say, no, I don't want to change this, then I can't be surprised when things don't change. So with that is the shift in perspective. That's the next thing they're saying. Just I'm just asking, you know, what do you want to say about 555? It's like, we resist it when we're not seeing the whole picture. So it's like, okay, if you think of one through five as one street, and then five is the corner, and then six through nine is when you turn the corner and there's this other street. But as you're walking down one through five, from one to five, that street, are you following me? This is how I think. I know, I'm ridiculous. As you're walking down one through five, there are stores, one, two, three, four, and then five is the corner. And you think these are the best stores I want to stay on the street. But what if even better stores are six, seven, eight, nine? And you're like, I don't want to turn because I can't see what's over there. I feel like this is one of those big life questions. You know, I always say my sister and I are very different. And one of the ways it shows up is when we go out to eat. Now, my sister, if we go to a restaurant we've been before, orders the same thing every single time. I will order something different every single time. And I've brought this up to her and talked about it. I'm like, how come you always get the same thing? She goes, well, I already know I like it. So why would I get something else? Why would I risk ordering something else in case I don't like it when I could have ordered what I already know I like? Valid. Valid argument, right? One way of thinking. And then I'm over here and I'm, and I'm like, but what if, because you're always ordering the same thing, <laughs> you're missing out on an even better order? Because if I order something new and it's not as good, I haven't really lost. I've just gotten closer to finding the ultimate best order for me. You see what I'm saying? And I just feel like that's a larger metaphor for life. You know, how do you place your orders at restaurants you frequent? Do you always get the same thing or do you try something different? And where else is that showing up in the rest of your life? Because I can guarantee it is. But the point is you have to turn the corner. You have to hit corner five to get to stores six through nine to get to all of the best stores. And part of that is I'm willing to turn the corner somewhere I haven't seen before for the potential of what is even better. And when we are manifesting, calling in, creating something that is something we haven't experienced before, for creating something in our lives we have not yet experienced, it's going to feel like going in blind. If we haven't already experienced it, it is in the unknown. It is that line in my book. Here's the paragraph, page 75, where you notice your attachment is your opportunity to dig deeper and undo any knots that have been tied to beliefs that limit your expansion. This could be a form of keeping yourself small. This could be a form of your ego trying to maintain control because it does not want to be overridden and it is afraid of the unknown. But the unknown is all that you've been hoping to remember and experience. And I really like that shift of, if we think about the unknown, right? (laughs) This blank space, like you could see it as this dark hole of what's in there or this beautiful blank space of creation. You could see it as, I don't know what's in there or when I go in there, I get to remember everything that I've forgotten. But if I don't already have it here in my circle of this is what I know and I desire something different, it has to be outside of that circle. It has to be in the unknown. And the more I get comfortable with being in the unknown, the more I get comfortable with being uncomfortable, now I'm allowing myself to be consistently in a frequency of allowance, of exploration, of curiosity, and breaking apart any fear that I might have previously had with the unknown. So shifting from fear connected to the unknown, breaking down that energy knot, and actually shifting it into excitement and curiosity and flow, because I'm just constantly in the stream of the unknown, which is where I'm picking up all of 
the things that I have, quote, been hoping to remember and experience. And that is the power of the unknown. So uh, wrapping this together, this exploration of 555 energy, they're saying, you know, this might be a six year, but the energy is actually much more 555. It's much more change and transformation. And sometimes we just need a shift in perspective. That's why, you know, you think travel, change, transformation, it is whatever I'm doing in my life is going to mirror the energy within me, right? Being in the energy of change and transformation, which is why so many insights happen when we travel, when we shift up our space, when we do different things, because we're in the energy of new and different, and we're training ourselves to be more comfortable with what's new and what's different and being in different areas, different environments. And that could be external, but that is cultivating a different type of strength internally. If I'm afraid to travel, if I'm afraid to move, if I'm afraid of trying new things, being in new areas, hanging out with new people, then what else am I afraid of? And underneath this is really, where am I afraid to feel vulnerable? Because that is so much of what's underneath the shift, the transformation. It is, I'm afraid to feel vulnerable. So I'm holding on to everything that I've connected myself to right now that makes me feel stabilized, but it's a false sense of security. Because if I'm only stabilized, if nothing shifts or changes, I'm not really stable at all. And so underneath this, they're saying, is really around, where am I afraid to be seen? Where am I afraid to feel vulnerable? Where do I feel like someone's going to knock me down when I'm in a vulnerable state? Or I feel like my only sense of security is when nothing shifts and changes, but like that's setting yourself up to fail. But the thing about this year is, even though last year was a five year in numerology and this is a six year, a lot of this five energy is actually coming up right now because it felt like last year was a lot more like 3D in the five energy. It was what's happening very physically very physically. And I feel more globally versus this year is much more, it's like the change and transformation within our personal lives and these big realizations within ourselves, like on a deep level. And this is connected to relationship, which mirrors for us all the things we need to see and is really prepping us for next year, getting us to this place of surrender. So we are ready to really fully explore and get to know ourselves on a much deeper level and really like live our mission because you can't really launch all the way forward in what you're here to do if you haven't looked at all of the ways that you're still afraid, you know? And so I know, okay, if I want to create this thing, if I want to manifest this thing, what's going to come up in my reality? It's going to be all of the places I'm afraid of getting it. That's the only thing holding me back. It's all of the reasons why I am deep down afraid of getting something. We say we want things and then we have all of these things underneath of like, oh yeah, I want love, but I'm afraid to be seen. I'm afraid I'm going to get broken up with. I'm afraid my heart's going to get broken. I'm afraid of being vulnerable. I'm afraid of being judged or I want to put myself out there in my business, but I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I'm afraid people are going to make fun of me. I'm afraid so-and-so is going to say X, Y, Z. So it's really, if I want to allow for change and transformation for that to be a flowing, effortless process and a fun process because I can make it a fun process, can I allow myself to really look at the places where I'm still in fear? Can I allow myself to look at where I don't feel fully supported? by source, by the people around me, by myself, where I don't feel the energy of support? And can I look at where I'm afraid to be vulnerable and what vulnerability means for me? What does it look like for me to be vulnerable? Do I think that that's a weakness? Like, what does that really mean for me? And there's so much to dive into in terms of vulnerability, but that feels like the golden nugget they're showing underneath all of this. And so this is the time in the year that most of us are being shown and it feels like the energy is getting closer and closer to these deep, deep truths within us. It was like 
more external or global. And then it moved into more like home life, family life, relationships. Next year and through this time, it's like the stuff deep, deep, deep within us we have to face of what's not working anymore. It's getting closer and closer and closer. And through this whole exploration, we're breaking apart any of the resistance to being in our natural flow, to being in alignment. Because being in alignment means being in allowance of transformation and change because that's how nature works. So there's our exploration of 555. Any last tidbits? They're just laughing and they're saying, if you asked for something bigger, better in your life and you're on your way to getting it, then expect a change to happen. Expect changes to happen and know that they're for your highest and best. And for you to get there, there's often gonna be a need for space to be cleared, a need for what feels like a shutdown, taking a time out, taking time off, getting in full silence, spending a week by yourself. And that's where all of the transformation can actually happen, right? You are a caterpillar and you move into your chrysalis and it gets kind of weird in there and probably uncomfortable, but that's how you become a butterfly. That's how you become a butterfly. So there you go, my lovely little butterflies. Happy 555. Thanks for being here with me. Wow. Can't wait to see what what shifts and changes. I'll let you know maybe after my week in Santa Fe. I will come back with all kinds of new ideas, new things. Very exciting. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, and tag me at Christina, the channel podcast. I always appreciate those shares so much. I'm so grateful for all of you for being here, for listening in. Trust yourself. Trust the change. Trust your transformation. Trust your body. And when it's telling you something is off, something needs to be shifted, or you just need more rest because your body is guiding you. Your body is telling you what needs to happen in order for you to get what you really desire. Trust is the theme. All right. Thank you again so much for listening in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode. Bye.